welcome to Tabletop Game Talk on Topic, a show where we talk about tabletop gaming topics of all kinds. I'm one of your hosts, Kitty, not Fletcher, like you wrote in the notes. Well, that's okay, because I didn't actually write those notes, I copy and pasted. I'm Chris. Today we're at Gen Con 2019! And we have no agenda. So all the people you just heard, they're going to do the show for us. But they might get some cool stuff in exchange. I do. I have t-shirts. So if you are the right size, which apparently is smaller than me because I'm growing out of this t-shirt, um, <laughs> you could walk away with one of these. Also, we do want to thank our Patreons. We have a few in the audience. So thank you, patrons. And Adam Harrison. Who I do not see here, but he was at a, with us at Columbus. And the SGC. Anyone from the SGC here? I've yet to meet them. I wear their I shirt all the time. I the uh, West Coast. All right. Well... If you guys are ever in the con that I'm at, seriously, walk up. Um, you'll, we'll probably be wearing a shirt. They sent us really nice shirts. Really nice shirts. They're, They're very soft. They are. I don't, Super soft. Yeah. So I want to get more. The SGC. So the SGC, they randomly sent an email. When you sent, randomly send us email, we read them. And we this, made it a show topic. <laughs> we did. <laughs> so we made them our show topic inadvertently. We did not know at the time they were the SGC. And, but the question was, what king making in scythe so there was a situation where one person was kind of helping helping quote unquote helping another player play which helped that player win the game if you've listened to our podcast before this is competitive friend and non-competitive friend that they are they are the sgc they are the sgc yeah so we said you know this is an interesting topic let's do an entire show on there next thing they know they formed a club backed us sent us t-shirts we love them they're amazing they're great (laughs) So if anyone wants to make t-shirts for us, we'll wear them. Yeah. Um, we like and the talk American, about you a lot, yeah, apparently. Yeah. The American <laughs> Apparel Soft t-shirts, that's my favorite. Don't, these crappy t-shirts here, no. These, the ones that we bought. <laughs> yeah. They feel like sandpaper on your skin. You don't want these. Um, but I'm going to give all of them away today. So it's going to be great. Sometimes we look pale. Sometimes we yeah, look tan. So I had two t-shirts. For those who are listening, you can't tell. But I'm wearing the mm, winter t-shirt. So we're all super pale. And Kitty's wearing the summer t-shirt. We went to Aruba. <laughs> which came out quite a bit darker than I anticipated. Um, I will not mention custominc.com who did the t-shirts for us. Um, oh, wait. I just did that. I'm not editing. So mean. So mean. <laughs> they did give us like 60% off or something like that. So we kept them. And, yeah, you know, that's all right. We have vacation in Mexico. Um, we did some stuff at Gen Con yesterday. Yes, we've been here for only two days. Well, we got some of us got here quite late on Wednesday. Yeah. I don't know if you can count that as a day if you get in here past midnight. Hey, if you spend <laughs> two and a half hours in line to pick up your badge, I think that counts. <laughs> My Thursday started early. <laughs> yeah. So Sydney and I have VIG, which is very important gamer, which really is spend a lot of money and we'll give you access to the hotel rooms early. But you have to win a lottery to get into that. So you can re-up that each year, but it's a ridiculous amount of price. Don't do that. But we don't have to stand in line for our badges. However, we have friends. And we love our friends. And some of our friends are sitting in the middle. And they got here. They needed their badges. So we stood in line with them. Uh, That was like, what, only about two hours or so? That was fine. And then we have other friends. Um, Kitty and Spencer came, and then we stood in line. It, this was probably one thirty in the morning. We're like, this when will we fast. got into the line, yeah, this will be fine. <laughs> you will be out by two fifteen. Way better idea than getting up early in the morning. Uh, I should was, have gotten up early in the morning. Yeah, two and a half hours later, 
We still, Sydney and I still don't have our badges, but we've stood in line for five and a half hours. <laughs> this is Gen Con. So okay. if, <laughs> yeah. So if you're not at Gen Con, you're not missing too much. There's a lot of lines, a lot of people bumping into each other. They, I think every year they take two inches off the halls and the <laughs> alleys in the dealer hall. Because it's like, ugh, and there's nobody next to you. So, yeah. I feel like it's a psychology experiment and we're the <laughs> test subjects. Yeah. So they're just like, how big a maze can we yeah. put the rats in? <laughs> we can fit in a whole nother aisle if we just, you know. It's kind of like American Airlines where you know <laughs> every year they're taking another half inch off. And you don't notice, right? But, yeah, no, that's how that works. Uh, so let's see. So we went to bed around 4.30, 4, 4.30 on Friday. Ish, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday night. Yeah. Well, Thursday morning. Thursday morning. Um, and we were all excited to get up and participate in the Keyforge tournament. Because for those of you who do listen, you know we're a little bit addicted. Sealed decks, three decks, pick one, play through. It's going to be awesome. Four hours of sleep max, because that's what you do when you go into tournaments. And... We all could have slept in for another two hours, <laughs> apparently, because really we didn't get started till 12.30. So Cas- 10 a.m. event starts at 12.30. Yeah. So Cascade Games, they did a great job at Adepticon. Well, they did a good job at Adepticon. They did a great job in Columbus. <laughs> we're going to tell you their name, and then we're going to bash them. <laughs> no, no, no. They're, they're good. They're great. They really are. But what happened was they had a battery of mobile devices to register decks. So the way Keyforge works is you have an app, and you have a QR code that represents you. And every deck has a QR code. So you have to register to that to get in the tournament system. Well, they have over 200 people in this tournament, which is great for the game. Not good when 10 of their registration devices don't work because the Wi-Fi can't get any place in the room because everybody is connected or whatever reason. There was one machine that they could register everybody on. Over 200 people. Yeah. So Over 200 people, one, one computer. <laughs> so they all they gave us the three decks and said, okay, you have 30 minutes to pick your deck. And I'm like, oh, that seems like a lot of time. But okay, that's fine. That's fine. And we took 20, 25 minutes. Like, oh, agonizing. Agonizing over which one of these three decks you're going to choose. Then they start to try to register the decks. And then they're like, okay, we're going to rearrange tables, get everyone closer to the Wi-Fi. That didn't work. Then they're like, okay, we're going to call tables one at a time. So they sort of did that. But then there was miscommunication. So there's a lot of times where there was nobody getting decks registered. And then there was times where there were 25 people trying to get up there at the same time. Two hours later, they're like, we're posting up the the names. No matches yet, just just to make sure you get registered. Yeah. Go make sure your name is present. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So that was awesome. We had played probably two or three games, some of us, by that point. Because, like, what else you do? We all knew our decks were awful. (laughs) (laughs) You're giving away the... Spoiler. (laughs) So finally the, the game starts. And, again, four hours of sleep, two and a half hours of doing nothing. We're starving because we had a, I don't know... I had a floor croissant this morning. I didn't know at the time, but elevator floor croissant. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't eat much more breakfast. So I think I had a pop tart. That's not nutrition. It's not. Oh, I got a cinnamon roll. Also not nutrition. Cause I ran in like ready to go. I was like, I'm going to be so late. I got there only five minutes before the event was supposed to start. And I then waited for two and a half hours. Yeah. So we played the first game. Um, I'm I'm pretty good at this game. I was done in 10 minutes. So two hours and 45 minutes of waiting for my first game. 10 minutes in, I was done. 
and not in the good way. So I'm like, all right, I lost my first game. And I realized my deck doesn't have a chance of winning. There's no way to win with this deck. I was like, all right, that's that's awesome. And my only saving grace at that point was like just to look at the other two decks later and make sure I picked the best of the two. Uh, we'll get to that later. So I just walked the dealer hall for a little while. That was fun. Um, Spencer actually picked up some stuff because we thought we were going to be in a big tournament. And he had everything picked up. We had played some of those games, brought them back up to the hotel room before the tournament started. So that was good. <laughs> Kitty, your game went longer. And yeah, you actually, I, I almost went to time. I won that one. Um, I had a deck that just made tons and tons of amber, but my opponent had a deck that would only capture it. So she wasn't stealing, so she couldn't forge. And I wasn't making enough to actually forge. So we just sat there with like amber on these huge creatures that I couldn't <laughs> kill for like 40 minutes. <laughs> But eventually you won. Eventually I managed to kill some of her creatures, get my amber back, and I won. Yep. Skin of my teeth. Yep. So we were we had t-shirts. We have the Grey Rider t-shirts because Sydney We look from, super official. Because yep. um, Sydney and I are from Grey's Lake, so that's cool. And I got a gray shirt. And we had a, uh, a friend of the show, um, Eric, he did the logo for us. So we're really, really cool looking. And everybody won their first game except for me. We felt awesome. great. Um, except Chris. Yep. And then nobody <laughs> else can won for the rest of the day besides me. I won one day later. There's an exception. There's the last right there. Um, I won the third game and then I lost the fourth one. Except for my wonderful wife, Sydney. She won her first two games. And then you lost and the then next lost. two, right? <laughs> yeah. So we all just dropped out at four, four games in. We're like, let's go actually go do some stuff with our Because friends. it's almost 5 p.m. <laughs> yeah. And we were exhausted and we were so tired. So that was our Key Forge experience. That was awesome. We're hoping tomorrow's better. Yeah. It should be much, much better. But then we went back and played. So we're staying in the JW Marriott. And on the third floor, there's this big ballroom. So if you want to play games with us at some point tomorrow night, tonight. That is. Well, we'll be there tonight, but we have a game already scheduled that we're going to be playing. But we'll be there tomorrow night. We'll probably be there. Actually, tomorrow night, Saturday night. Um, Probably be there Sunday at some point, too. I don't think we're leaving right away. You can find us there, and we'll chat, and we can play some games or whatever. I'm more than happy to let people teach me games. I love not having to learn the rules through a book. But um, So, yeah, come over there. But let's see. We played I'm all these days blurred together, but we did play uh, Horrified, right? And you can say words. So I keep looking at my <laughs> wife and she just, she's like, I'm not going to say anything. I have no mic in front of me. I can't make any sounds whatsoever. So she's just like burst. Um, hor- how many people have listened, heard about horrified? All right. Uh, how many people have played it? And okay. Those are all the people that I played it with. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> so horrified is this game where you are trying to fight back movie monsters. So we were Dracula and the creature from the black lagoon. Uh, which is the easy one. Like that's This is how you start. And you have to run around this town. You're picking up items. There's red items, blue items, and yellow items. They have different strengths to them. And each of the monsters have tasks you have to do that are going to requ- require these items. Once you've completed all the tasks, then you can do like the final finishing thing, which requires more items. Which is fine. All that it sounds a little redundant, but it, it's it's fun. It really is fun because all the monsters are very different. It's a cooperative. It's cooperative. Yep. So we're all working together on, on going around and killing things and stuff. And... We had a really good time. Like, first, we played these two. And Jen, our friend Jen, um, she said, this game seems really, really easy. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> well, you can dial up the toughness. You just add more monsters. And it says here you can add up to four. So let's do that. Um, yeah, the game's not easy if you put it up on four. I don't. We didn't even come close to killing one. Well, you had – so one of the monsters is um, 
I always call him Frankenstein's monster because I'm pretentious. Yeah. But Frankenstein <laughs> and the Bride of Frankenstein. Um, so it's like a double monster. It is. So there were five creatures on the yeah. board. And the Wolfman and the Mummy and the Invisible the Man, Man with the invisible promo figure, which sounds because like there of wasn't course a figure Chris has there. the promo figure. <laughs> What they, they give it to you. You can't see it, but um, yeah, Kitty actually complained. She's like, I don't like that the Invisible Man is like transparent. Yeah, and our <laughs> friend was like, Oh, it's not. This is the real piece. I was like, Oh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> this so, is just a Chris thing. <laughs> you got to get the Invisible One. It's so much cooler. But anyway, they all killed us. The Invisible Man was kind of he was fine. He didn't really do anything. I was rooting for your death though because we got there late. We were playing in um, the TPK tournament, which. Um, so this is a huge dungeon crawl that they have set up that you are going to try to kill Xanathar. Um, Which but is a really, beholder in D&D. Really, he's going to kill you. Um, and you're trying to rush through. You get to choose kind of the difficulty of the dungeon you're running through. And the harder you pick it, the more items you get. But also, the more likely you are to all just die. <laughs> um but we ran through, we got to the final fight, but we were not able to kill Xanathar before time ran out on us. This was a super fun event. Uh, I played with Spencer, and I think we had a great time. It was pre-gen characters, and there were like seven, eight tables in the room, all playing the same general event, and you're racing against each other. So one of the teams actually made it through, they killed him, they won, and they got some fun prizes and the rest of us all got buttons that we got murdered. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to walk away with something, a murder button is really what you want to walk away with. So that seems good to me. It's a little cartoon beholder. Yep. So then she came back and was watching us play this game. Die, die, die. Trying to fight off the monsters. She's like, we just hurry up and killed him already. And she was stop making good decisions. (laughs) We weren't making good decisions. We never started making good decisions. So they finally died. And I got to pull out one of my Kickstarters. I've been sitting on forever. It's a fun party game. It is Charty Party. And I backed this a while ago and got it. And then, you know, I have a toddler and I don't have time. So it's just been sitting there. And I was like, I'm bringing this to Gen Con and we're going to play it. So this is a game where it gives you a large card with a chart on it and it will give you a different uh, x-axis at the bottom and it's labeled either time or sometimes political spectrum anything and it gives you you know kind of these things and you have to uh chris's favorite game cards against humanity style choose the best y-axis for the graph and i think we just had a blast playing this game in my defense I was drinking at the time, and that's how you play these games. So it works. As you should be. <laughs> yes. But it was quite fun. We played through all of the Y-axis cards, and that's because Cards Against Humanity, there is no such thing as an end. I don't even know why people gather the card, because they're, it's not a game. You're not keeping score. The person who Prestige. has the most cards is always upset because you're not keeping score. And you don't even <laughs> ask who the winner is. It's like, but wait a minute. I had seven cards. It, like, I don't care. I didn't have none. We weren't playing for points. The points don't matter <laughs> and there are no winners. Yeah. <laughs> We're all losers here. We just play cards against humanity. Uh, but Charity Party was fun. It was good. Um, sorry. I know Cards Against Humanity is not a terrible game, but um, it's just not a game. So it can't be terrible. So <laughs> Just like the mind. <laughs> oh. Just like the mind. We're a controversial podcast. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was that was a fun game. I did enjoy it. Uh, what else did we play? So we got to, I think, well, I left then. Got to bed nice and early around midnight, 1 a.m., you know. And then, let's see, uh, some friends of mine, I got to watch play Jaws. Uh, how'd you guys like Jaws? Jaws killed us. 
<laughs> so Jaws is a one versus mini. Yep. One is the Jaws. <laughs> the mini are the people getting eaten by Jaws. Um, so yeah, so apparently Jen killed everyone. She loves the game. Everyone else is like, this game's kind of unbalanced. Um, <laughs> <laughs> makes total sense. Uh, they also played Arkham Horror The Last Hour. Final, Final hour. hour. Yep. Which this one I picked up as soon as I heard about it because, whoa. Um, this is a Arkham Horror game by Fantasy Flight that plays this just in turned under into an Tim hour. Allen. <laughs> <laughs> and the way this plays, it, well, actually, I'm going to have, um, let's see, who wants to come up and talk about this game? Who has played? It doesn't have to be somebody who I played with. Uh, anyone play this? All right. Sarah, come on up. Yes. <laughs> We target people if we know their names. Yes. <laughs> All right. You are talking directly into that. I'm not, but... And he ta- never is. And talk like you're talking to the back of the room over there. Okay. All right. Explain this game. You did a good job explaining it to me. Ready? Go. Okay. So it has the exact same flavor of Arkham Horror. So you're on the campus. You're running around investigating different locations. Um, one of the things, though, that's different about Arkham Horror than Arkham Horror, and I think makes it really cool is that everyone has a deck of cards and on your turn you draw the top card from your deck and you can either you either want to play the top half or the bottom half and you have to um, play and everybody also has cards numbered one through 30 and the but you don't have all of them right you just have a hand yeah of cards. you have a hand of cards four different cards and each has a number on it so it'll be like one you might have six you might have 28 you might have 16 and just the, like the mind. Just like the mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and the closer you play to one, the faster you go in turn order. And the first two people to go get to play the top half of the, their card, which is always good. And the last two people to go play the bottom half, which is bad. But you don't know what everybody else's cards are because you're all looking at your card separately. And you're like, oh, the bottom half of mine is really, really bad. So I want to go really early. But then everyone else is looking at their cards as well. Like, the They're all bad. Is really bad. <laughs> Everything is really bad. Early. It's Arkham There's nothing good in this game. And you're not allowed to talk about it. So you have to make the decision independently. So you sort of avoid that Alpha position player. you get into in Arkham Horror where like one person's played before and is really good and just like... One person is telling everyone else how to play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, what I like about this one too, though, is once your card is revealed, then you can talk all you want. Well, once yes. Once you've revealed your card, you can talk. And so the first person to go has to go by themselves. The second person can go with input from the first person, but anyone who hasn't played yet is not allowed to tell you what to do or like give advice on how to play. Yeah, so if you cool. if you don't like the pressure of having to like come up with something, just play your highest card. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait a minute, why'd you play your highest card? This is not a bad thing, right? It's like, yeah, I just didn't want to make any decisions. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good strategy. So, yeah. So you guys have played this a couple times now. Yeah, right? so we demoed it in the hall, bought it right away because it was really, really fun. And then we played it this afternoon again and did you win that we did by a turn that's like just barely that's the best way for cooperative games to work yeah yeah Yeah, i haven't played this game yet but i can't wait to play it um i I was never really into arkham horror at all until i finally forced myself to play the living card game and i'm like oh i really like this and then i started reading lovecraft he's really boring but in his defense it was a hundred years ago he was writing this stuff (laughs) also in his defense chris thinks everyone is really boring um, only old style writers and new only style writers. Only anyone before. <laughs> yeah. 
No, no, no. Everyone but Brandon Sanderson. I like Brandon Sanderson. Um, I can't read it, but he, great audiobooks. They have awesome narrators. <laughs> um, and anything that's like in that Don't young adult listen genre. listen to Chris. Yeah. No, I can listen to... How I, do you feel about Tolkien? Um, he is so wordy. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. But, but, Don't listen to Chris. <laughs> but the movies were really long. So, yeah. <laughs> it's all good. That's all good. So... Have you played any other games that you, like, this is a game you must, must play? You played Obscurio last night? So this is the oh, mansions, no, the Mysterium, Mysterium. with a traitor. Mm-hmm. Yes, Mysterium How with a traitor. How does the traitor work in this? Yes, so um, the traitor is able to influence the clues that the, uh, you know, you have, like in Mysterium, you have one person who's giving clues to everybody else to help them guess something, and the traitor is able to pick certain clues that they have to give, like have to include. Okay. So there are certain options that um, are introduced secret, by I'm the assuming? traitor. Yes, so you all, like, go to sleep, oh. traitor wake up. So the person giving the clues knows who the traitor is. But nobody else does. Yeah. All right. And is it still like Mysterium where you're trying to solve the mystery? No. So you're all trapped in a library. You're wizards. You're trapped in a library. You're trying to find the door out. And uh, the person is actually played a, a book, the grimoire. So okay. that's the that's the clue giver is, is a book. I, um, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they give clues about which um, which is the correct door. So the, the there are pictures of different like scenes and the one of them is the correct door out. And you like go from one door. If you get that right, you go to the next one. Were you the traitor? No, Martin was the traitor. Uh, <laughs> Always. <laughs> was he a good traitor? Well, we caught him, so. So he so was no, not no. a good traitor. Excellent. That's not the best evil enough. Traitor. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I, I'm not putting you on the spot anymore. Thank you. You can, you can go. go <laughs> escape, escape. Yep. You can, you can grab a game Pick if you want. Pick a game. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I gave her a first pick before. She's like, I don't want any of your stupid reject games. <laughs> but who does want a stupid... All right, come on up. <laughs> All right. Let everyone know who you are. Hi, I'm Tim. Uh-huh. And Timothy have- Gross. Timothy Gross. I have a special gift. And this is related to why, like, this whole podcast and Gen Con. Okay. All right. I think I told the story last year, but I'm going to tell it again. What I love about Tim to is you- I didn't even ask a question. This is, <laughs> this is what I mean with you guys no, got the show. I'm not even going to probably talk about Gen Con. Excellent. I'm going to tell about just, the last two Gen Con. I'm just two years back. ago, I was doing one of my favorite things I like to do at Gen Con, and then is randomly walking into random seminars and just listening to what they have to say. I'm talking like people will be like talking about random stuff. I ran into one that was like Transformers. He talked about the history of the show Transformers, <laughs> and it was amazing. I, awesome. I just love doing this. And I randomly walked into your guys' podcast. Just randomly, like, I have nothing to do until later, right? So he gave me, I listened to the whole thing. It was fun. Gave me a game. I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. And for a year, I kind of listened to it every once in a while. Yeah, whatever. whatever. It's not very Last year, I, I come. And again, I come up here and tell that story. And I'm like, okay, yeah, whatever. But, you know, I told that I haven't really been listening. And you were like, oh, maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> this past year, I have literally listened to every single episode. Sorry. Aww. The day they come out. <laughs> and it's the weirdest thing because it's like, it, it's great for me because I'm very talkative. I talk at people a lot. But this has, like, taught me to, like, you're the best, some of the coolest friends I have because Aww. I can only <laughs> listen to you and I can't say anything back. So I'm literally in the car, like talking to myself, like, like, but it's like, wait a second. I just need to listen. Just need to listen some more. Aww. So thanks guys. So nice. Okay. So last year, no, right I now, talked about, we're not talking. 
<laughs> this is my chance to come back. This is my chance now. Save okay. it for a year. So I'm expecting um, a list next year of all the year, comments. Yeah. Last, okay, so the first year I got Seafall. Right. And last year I said that, hey, I'm going to play Seafall. I've, I don't know if any of you guys remember this. I told you I was going to play Seafall and name the characters after you guys. Okay. Did you get through the whole game? Okay. <laughs> Not only, no, I did. Oh, I did. Thank you very much. Not only did I get through the whole game. I soloed the whole game. Whoa. I couldn't find anyone to play C4 That's with That's what me. I assumed. And yeah. it was right after you guys came out with your episode about soloing games. And I was like, I am doing this. And just to be clear, Seafall is not cooperative. Excuse me. It was, well, anyway. It's not, right? It's not it's cooperative. It's not cooperative. It's not a one-player game. I played it cooperatively, though. Okay. I let people. So, I, okay. I want to know how you did this. Okay. So, let's start There's, out with. All right. So, I'm counting five <laughs> okay. picture frames yeah. here. We'll start out with Kitty, the persuasive. Oh. <laughs> she ruled the seas by dominating islands and taking names. Kicking butt and taking names. It. Woo. We have Chris. And this, this picture is actually really funny. You'll think it's kind of funny. <laughs> it, he doesn't have hair. He, he has a turban. I have turban. Because no. I couldn't find that there wasn't a character. And a it's little the closest bit of to bald you can get. The industrious. industrious. Chris yeah. the Industrious. He did a lot of infrastructure building. And I let, here's the thing. I let Kitty like, dominate. I let Chris be industri- industrious. I didn't want the game to last longer. And if you're not co-op, then it just goes on forever. I think that's what a lot of people don't like about the game. The story element was actually great. And the ending is awesome. I won't ruin it. Anyway. Right. <laughs> I also have Josh. No, because we still was, talk to Josh. All right, he is still Josh the Industrious. Yeah. So you can give that to Josh. This looks just like Josh too. Um, basically a salty Brit. If you Boom. Squ- <laughs> <laughs> the joke? Okay, so Kitty, Kitty's homeland was Kit- Kitty's from Kitlandia. <laughs> Chris was from Chrislandia. Do you know where Josh was from? A faraway land called England. <laughs> <laughs> so that was like the joke I made to people. Anyway. I like it, I like it. I like it. When Fletcher joined, I knew I had to make him one though. So oh. this, literally you can just put this right next to him. It's Fletcher the Mighty. Aww. So I can go right there. Just leave it, yeah. Yep, yep he's right here. And oh. because it's weird, like I, Sydney's been on it, and it's I felt sorry I didn't make one for you, Spencer. I don't think I made Spencer, <laughs> but I made a Sydney the Wise. Aww. Oh, so nice. That's for you guys. I, I like this one. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't actually I feel play like with Sydney. Is very this is like a thank you just for all you've done. Like I said, you're like friends, but I don't have to do anything back. I just listen and it's great. So thank you. And, and oh, 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 yeah. one more thing. <laughs> <laughs> I am now a patron, right? You made a joke last year. It's like, oh, you should be a patron this year. I did it. I made the jump and I'm glad I did. Why? Because being a Patreon supports them. So I want to challenge everyone here. (laughs) No, I'm serious. I know they did not pay me to say this. Challenge everyone here. If you listen to the podcast, you should become a Patreon. Like support them, support them what they're doing. And you know what? That's not just for this podcast. If there's any podcast you're listening to, you need to be a patron, a patron of them somehow. I do spend um, just so. about as much on other podcasts. As and that's all you at home, too. Yeah. <laughs> seriously. No, seriously. Like, step up. Step up. Make the jump. It's, like, as simple as, like, a dollar a month. It can be as low as a dollar a yeah. month. So yeah. We do it by month, too, because I started out by doing it by episode. But it's such a pain because you have to go in post episodes every yeah. time. The monthly one is just so much easier. Like if, you can, I can have much lower limits on If that. it wasn't for the listeners and the Patreons, you guys, like, for example, probably never would have gotten the chance to do Dice Tower News. Yeah. And that's oh, just yeah. small growth that's happened in the last three years. So, like, 
Step yep. up, guys. <laughs> Yay. Um, I won't bore you with Gen Con. It's it's been good. Yeah, it, good it's it, like who says Gen Con's been bad? Like seriously, the investment you I make think in we this just experience for fifteen like, minutes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, right. But you wouldn't say your has your Gen Con been bad? No, no. See, Gen Con's been awesome. See. Yeah, yeah. So what? Okay. Sleep deprivation and lack of food—that is what Gen Con is. Yeah. Hey, so, Spencer so. brought us pizza. He did. Yeah. Yep. Spencer I, wins for bringing us pizza in the middle of that key yeah. forge. He was our support. Like no, we yeah. would have, we would have died. We, yeah, <laughs> literally, we'd just be like skeletons, like Snoopy <laughs> on the. I kind of feel bad for not making you. <laughs> you, you, yeah. No, <laughs> Bunny brought pop tarts. Spencer brought pizza. Cool. It was Spencer brought Diet Coke. Yep. All right. <laughs> And games. Our, our pit crew. Yeah, okay. our pit crew. <laughs> so thanks again, guys. I All appreciate right. it. Go yeah. get a game. Go. Whatever one you're going to play. Yeah. Are the ones in the bags available? So they are. Um, I think they're a game and expansions if, that all go together. If you take one of them, I don't even know what the name of it is, but it's it starts with an O. The, sh- the Yes, that one. Oh, if you take that, you are obligated to play the entire thing and give a report. <laughs> <laughs> He's running away. I already fell for that one once. <laughs> but the rest of them, they're all good. Yeah, in this, in, in this. I should have been paying attention. Well, I, uh, I, I, it's a really good game. I'm it's a great game. I would have taken it. <laughs> I, guess it I tell people, I, like, I don't bring up crappy stuff. Like this I is know, good stuff. I know it's good stuff. Um, the role for adventure. My cabinet is full, though. I will say, role for adventure. That is in German because we were at Essen and I really wanted the game. <laughs> it's coming out. It came out here in English. So if you want German components, that's that's the one you want to get. All right. Who else has a story and wants a game? I can't see your face, but nope. Come on up. Are you going to make this easy? And I don't even have to ask you a question. Uh, sure, I can make it very easy. <laughs> you don't have to ask me any question. Introduce yourself. Well, hi, I'm Dave Radke. I'm a Patreon of the show. You are. Long-time long listener, long-time fan. And I think we say your name correctly? You do say my name correctly. Yes. And I, I actually, I love the episode where you discussed my name in length about how to say it correctly. I think every time we get a new Patreon, that's like the end credits. It's just like, ooh, let's Is pronounce this. this. John Smith? 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 <laughs> I don't know. We can mispronounce anything. Yeah, we got this. So what do you have for well, us? Well, okay, so I, I, I'm going to uh, second Tim's comments. Uh, you guys are like my friends. I mean, and this sounds like a really ridiculous thing to say, but I mean, I listen, I start listening to a lot of podcasts and they all fall by the wayside because I don't feel like I'm connecting with the voices on the other end of the uh, iPhone there. So thank you all very much for being my friends that you don't know you're my friend. But. We try not to have really meaningful content and just be, you know, completely unprofessional. Well, think, it seems to work. I think <laughs> not But, you know, I've also been coming to this this podcast now for, at Gen Con for a couple years. I heard the announcement two years ago. I heard the announcement last year. What's the announcement this year? Is anyone pregnant? Oh, so. That was meant to be our show notes. No one's pregnant this year. <laughs> That's the only reason I'm here. <laughs> Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> so, yeah. So, last year, well, two years ago, Kitty announced that she was pregnant. Yeah, we've got a food baby. Last year, <laughs> Sydney announced that she was pregnant. Um, the due date was one week apart from each other. Um, one year and a week. Yes. Um, and our son was born on your son's due, due date. date. Yes. Yep, minus oh. or plus a year. Uh, but, yeah. So, and last year, if you, if you were listening to the show, if you were here... During the applause, um, <laughs> you can hear poor player three. <laughs> just <laughs> so this year, um, Kitty and I have trained her parents to take care of 
of Zachary. And so he's six months old, well, I don't know, four days ago, five days ago, and taking care of the grandparents right now. We think everything's fine. He's taking care of the grandparents. <laughs> yes. Yes. <Yeah. laughs> Makes sense. Yep, we think it's all good. Um, but yeah, so hopefully next year when he's actually, eh, I don't know, if a year and a half, we're learning. This is a whole new thing. So it's <laughs> do exciting. You, do you see Player 3 here? No. No, he won't be here next year. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah, only we, gets crazier before it gets better. <laughs> we were going to announce that Fletcher was expecting, but I, I think he didn't want us to tell anyone right away, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's all right. He's not here, so he's, he can't fight back. We should have held but. on to his engagement for a while. We should have. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so. well. But, Hindsight. <laughs> but you're, we, nobody, not All this right. year. Well, I, I'll, Next I'll, year, though, who knows? Who knows? It'll be, it'll be very saying. exciting. But we need little siblings now. But thank you for the podcast. Kitty is my soulmate because if she recommends <laughs> the something. The same games, always. <laughs> right, yeah. I have bought so many Kickstarters because Kitty goes, oh, this is amazing. I'm I so sorry. Have, oh, crap. I have to buy this. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Sydney has guided me towards uh, Tournament of Camelot two years ago. I still, I think of you it's every time we play It's such a fun game. Yeah. Yeah, Spencer loves so that one too. Any any trick taking games? That's my realm. So any Do advice? Any I'll take. I don't know. Trick taking games over guide there. Me, they me. don't make it out because I steal. I keep yeah. them all. See, I just and, picked up the fox in the forest because we're the same. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, there's some interesting stuff over there, but no trick taking games. Although Star Trek Catan was donated by Kitty, and it's still in the shrink. I was Spencer's. Yeah, I'm just saying. I like Star Trek Catan. All right. Every one of these games. Luckily, my mom doesn't know how podcasts work. (laughs) (laughs) Have you played anything that we should check out here? Uh, Well, yeah, actually, we we did find a game called, um, and I'm totally blanking on the name. It's in that bag right there. A a ghoulish. uh, This is great radio. Gorius Maximus. Oh. Gorius Maximus. It's a trick-taking game. Yes. Um, that was actually when Josh pointed out on Kickstarter. When yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it was on Kickstarter. It was on yeah. Kickstarter. And we, I listened to that episode and was like, oh. <laughs> so I'm actually yeah. very, very excited. You liked it? So, yeah. All right. Gorius Maximus. All right. All right. Pick a game. Yay. And thank you. And keep listening. All right. Yay. <laughs> I will say we do the same thing with podcasts. Um, Kitty's obsessed with everyone from the Glass Cannon. So if anyone from the Glass Cannon listens, they don't. Um, hey! <laughs> don't dash my hopes. <laughs> yeah, come on up. Come on up. <laughs> All right, introduce yourself. I'm Sahara. Sahara, hello. Yeah. All right, telling us a game or a story? Uh, I was just going to talk about my experience this year. I come every year. I was at the show last year. I still you still the pin. Still the pin. <laughs> so, um, and I've spent the last two days trying to get through the vendor hall, and it's so massive, and there's so many people. I've only got halfway through it. I, <laughs> That's impressive by itself. Like I try to go up and down the aisles, and I'm like, uh, "Where's the exit?" And then I just go right there. Yeah. I, I don't, love the dealer hall. It's just so like packed these yeah. days i don't understand i keep walking down aisles and i feel like i'm walking the wrong direction but no matter what direction <laughs> i'm walking i don't know yeah, there's nowhere where you can't be in somebody's way yeah. <laughs> all right so what have you found so far that's like makes it worth it so i did stop by the simon booth uh-huh. and i tried god of war now i've never Ooh. played the video game so i was going in completely blind and I still had a really good time playing it. It reminded me a lot of Bloodborne, the card game. Yep. But this is co-op, completely co-op. We had four people demoing it. And we only did two rounds. So I didn't see everything. But what I did see, I really liked. 
Awesome. All right. Now, I, since you brought up this name, is there anyone in this room that would look at their name and say, that's pronounced, come on. There's no, no apostrophe. No, no. I refuse. No. Yeah. <laughs> so on this podcast, it's Simon, because that's just what it is. Yeah. But on the Dice Tower News, I know he told Tom, he being Eric Lang, told Tom, was like, yeah, technically it's come on. So Tom Vassell's trying to do it, but it's, no, it's Simon. Like, just get over it. <laughs> <laughs> or just Kumani or not. That wasn't a bad name. I get it. Maybe I'm a little misleading, but still it, it had stuff. I like that. This game didn't have minis in it, though. <laughs> oh. Well, and that's their thing. It's like, well, not everything. We're moving away from minis. Oh, I don't know. There's there's a game called, I don't know, Super Fun Games. Not all their games are super fun. So your company name does not <laughs> need to match. It just doesn't. <laughs> well, burn Super Fun Games. Ouch. I don't, if there is a company called Super Fun Games, I'm sure I'm still right. But again, I don't know. I just don't think it has to match. Anything else? I did go to Dice Tower Live, the panel show that they had. And since you brought up Fox in the Forest, I saw that they did a little glimpse of Fox in the Forest. I think they're calling it Duet. So it sounds like a two-player So from a three-player trick-taking to a two-player trick-taking? Yeah. I thought so it was already, already a two-player. Two it's two already played yeah. two players. So yeah, that's why I picked it up. I don't know what's going on with that. Um, Maybe they turn it into a four-player. It's do, two duets. Oh, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like this two-player game. It's not working out. Let's just put four players and see how that works. It hmm. was a, a quick glimpse of it. So, but something's coming out for Fox in the Forest. I'm super yeah. excited for that. I this is the first year I missed Dice Tower Live because I was doing show notes for Dice Tower News. Um, but. Something cool, and if you listen to the news today, you'll find out Gen Con has TV now, and they have a main stage that they're broadcasting on Twitch. So as I was doing the show notes, I was actually able to watch Dice Tower live at the same time. So I'm like, oh, that's really cool. So I only watch like bits and pieces of it, but I'm like, this is a pretty interesting way of like experiencing Gen Con and not actually having to be there. Can you rewatch it later, or is yeah, it just, only it's live? on Twitch? So, All right, yeah, yeah. You just so. go to their Twitch cha- channels and you can watch it. So now you really can do all of Gen Con. You can do all of Gen Con, and then they have all the. It'll little... only take you four months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they have the Gen Con pop ups, so you can go to your local game stores. There's only like I think forty of them this year, but where they're sending games that are for demo to all yeah. these different stores, so you can kind of experience it that way too. So. Gen Con proper is super overcrowded. There's just like hotels are crazy expensive if you can get them at all. But they're really trying to like break out and, and expand that to make it more accessible to other people. And I think that's pretty cool. So we'll keep coming because it's a crazy Because fun we're insane. Week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Pick a game, any game. Just remember if you pick one in those blue bo- bags, you have to play the whole thing and report back to me and I will track you down. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. We remember from last year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Come on up. And Purple Hat, you are next. Hi, guys. Hello. Hello. All right, um, introduce yourself to our fun family of listeners. My name's Patrick Foster. Uh, I shared last year. Um, this is the only time I get to see you guys <laughs> is, uh, here at Gen Con. But, um, yeah, I, sh- I shared last year um, about how 90% of my gaming is just my wife and I. And um, she was actually going to come to Gen Con this year, so I was, I was super excited. But uh, she, was, she was only going to come for the Saturday. Um, but, uh, last kind of last she minute, found out we weren't doing it. She's right, like, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was, she, she couldn't make it Friday, but no, um, she, last minute she had a bridal shower that she had to oh, be a part of or whatever. Weddings. Those last minute so, shotgun weddings. I tell you. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> um, so that was really disappointing for me, but, um, the, 
the game that we were most excited about for um, Gen Con, uh, we really like all of Ryan Lockett's games. Like she, she really gets into, um, especially the storytelling games and loves his artwork or whatever. Um, so I was going to talk to you guys about uh, Sleeping Gods. I got to demo that, which is um, going up on Kickstarter soon, I think. Um, Do I have to kickstart this one? <laughs> I have to. I, okay. I'm, I'm not going to force your hand, but um, all I know is if somebody's willing to do it, I probably should. Too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it basically, in it, from what we played, um, it, it takes the storytelling elements of of near and far, and then um, just expands that out. Where instead of if you're familiar with near and far, it uh, has like a map book where you um, each mission you play is on a different map. Um, but this one, it, it changed them all together where. Um, if you would go to a place that would be off the map, it actually tells you to turn to a different page in the map. And so it's, it's all run together. Uh, similar if, uh, if you think of like Seventh Continent, how the exploration is, is endless, essentially. It's, it's only limited by whatever he wrote for the game, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's also a more robust con- uh, like combat system that is way different and way more interesting than the old one, which was just rolling a die or whatever. Um, so yeah, it's really interesting. Uh, if you, if you guys like near and far, I'd check that out. And then, um, the other really cool one that I saw, um, was Tim Fowers actually did a big box game. Uh, like, it, uh, he's done Burgle Brothers. Uh, if you guys like that game, Burgle Brothers uh, is great, great app for it too. Um, and then he did like little, uh, other little games like hardback and, uh, paperback and that, that, that sort of stuff. But, um, he did a game called Sabotage that this one was also on Kickstarter. I didn't back it. I hadn't even heard of it before I saw it today, uh, today and I, I bought it right away. Um, it has, um, it's hidden movement. The box actually unfolds and it oh. separates the table into two sides. So you can play 2v2 or 1v1. And it's like, uh, if you look at the, um, like the animation style or, or, um, if you think of like the minions, like yeah. that's, that's what the sort of theme of this game is like. They're super villains. And, uh, so, you know, one side plays Gru or whatever yep. and then the other side plays spies trying to break into his headquarters sort of thing and the uh super villains can like get all these dastardly weapons and try to take <laughs> out the spies but you each have a, a grid map in front of you on your side of the table and so the spies are trying to sneak in and steal uh this information and the villains are just trying to take them out um yeah, it's a really cool looking. I haven't played it yet, but I'm really excited to to try. I he did like a walkthrough demo. This was on Kickstarter. How yeah, did, I, how did we miss this? Well, there are you know a few too many <laughs> games handful. on Kickstarter. There's a handful. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that was Sleeping Gods and Sabotage. Yes. All yeah. right. So I have to check these. Well, Sleeping Gods, Kitty, you are a Ryan Lockett fan. So I, I am, and near and far. I am a near and far fan, and I, you know, haven't played nearly enough of that already. So yeah, just you add should, more to the stack. You should try the solo <laughs> version. Just play through multiple characters. Yeah, I have tons of time. Oh. <laughs> and I do have a quick question. Uh, yeah. The the Arkham Horror game. The so is that. I guess would you say that system is somewhat similar to Gloomhaven, kind of where the which Arkham Horror game the the, the brand sorry the brand new one so the, the new, new one, one yeah. um no no so the Gloomhaven you're dealing with a hand of cards where the top or the bottom could both be good and you're going to play the top of one or the bottom of the other sure this is these are dual use cards but more or less you always want to use the top 
and avoid the bottom. But okay. sometimes it's like, for the good of the group, we should probably do the bottom instead of the top. So I think okay. the cards probably look similar in that in that split. Yeah, but I don't split, think, yeah. I think that's where the similarity probably ends. Okay. Yeah. But Arkham Horror, the living card game, that's just like Gloomhaven. No, it's, it's <laughs> don't listen to this. You actually, you actually got me on, uh, or got us, my wife and I, on the Arkham Horror Living Card. You like game. it? Yes, I love it. And then, uh, so I bought the brand new, like the Gen Con exclusive one today. Yep, the, the blob, the blob yep. who ate everything or yep. whatever. Yeah. So apparently that has some really cool mechanics in it too. So I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you. This is. Like I say, this is our, I don't know, that we get to listen, hear from you guys. So if we're not talking all that much, and let's be honest, I'm always talking. Um, this is because we <laughs> get this opportunity to hear this. So we love this. We love this. Well, thank you guys okay. for doing the podcast. I really enjoy it. All right, oh, go get a game. Get, grab a game. Yeah. <laughs> all right, purple hat. I'm going to learn your name in a minute. And who wants to be next? You were All here right. last year too, weren't you? Uh, red shirt. Were you here last year? With the matching hairdo. Hey, no. <laughs> My dad was. He's the one who dragged oh, me okay. here. I don't do <laughs> <laughs> So what is your name? Colin. Colin. Sit really close to that microphone because it's terrible <laughs> at picking up distances. So what have you, you... Did you raise your hand saying that you just randomly walked in? Or have you listened to us? My dad listens to you guys. Oh. He's the one who dragged me. <laughs> All right. So you are in the car. Totally. He's like, we're listening to this. Is that, like, that how that goes? Yes. So I got you a ticket. <laughs> we're going here. At, yeah, we have a whole group of people. Although, first, before Colin gets to his story or any questions, I just want to say I love your hat. It's make a America hat. game again. <laughs> make America game again. I love it. Although we weren't very big. No. Let's get rid of Monopoly. But other than that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you have for us? Uh, so this is my, I believe, sixth year going to Gen Con. We go as family. My dad likes board games. That's why he listens to you guys and drag me here. So it Great like, dad, sounds wait, like. It sounds like you're like, eh, I don't really like games, but whatever. My dad makes me go to Gen Con every year. No. Is that what you're trying to say? No, I like games. <laughs> okay. I do stuff. I'm the one that plays the games with him. That he buys, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Zachary's never going to have to actually buy a game. Uh, it's going to be a, yeah. All right, what what have you seen so far that you like? My favorite thing to do at Gen Con All right. is playtesting. They have the, I think it's, was it something? It's, there's a room, it's like, if you, right, like, at the uh, Right by registration, right? Uh, yeah, yep. being of stuff, and it's, I just I love going there and seeing the games people made, the new ideas and stuff. And I've actually seen one of the games go from me playtesting it here to having uh, friends of mine buy it and play it at their house and go, "Hey, I playtested this game." Yep, it was awesome. Uh, I playtested it. It was called like Tontini. It was a uh, now it's called Dead Last. If you've heard of it, I have. Anyone heard of Dead Last? <laughs> Is it good? All right. Uh, I heard a yes out there, so I'm going to... All right. Uh, you have cards, and you're basically voting off to kill people, because what a tontini is, it's one of the, like, who's ever last alive gets, like, the money we all put away. Oh, yeah, we all... Which, exact, you know, yeah. which led to people killing other people. Yeah. So the <laughs> thing is, is you want to be the last one alive. That's why they changed the name to the last, because nobody knew what a tontini was. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Marketing. Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was fun because it's, I was, when I play tested, I play tested with my dad and we came up with a code to signal who we were going to vote out. <laughs> yeah. 
Cheating, always fun. Yeah. <laughs> cheating for money, though, and that's that's just corporate. That's fine. Yeah. So I I did a similar thing. This was a couple years ago. We play tested a game, um, one of our listeners, and that just recently kickstarted the game called Fickle, and I did a YouTube video on it. It's a really fun game. So if you have not checked out the playtest room, it's you know you go in there. There's a bunch of prototypes. There's a lot of designers that are just like. Man, I just wish somebody would play this game. Because really, that's why you, that's why you design games because you want to share it out there. So you know, spend a half hour, forty five minutes. It's great because someone's right there who knows the game, who's willing to teach it to you. And you can say, "I only have 10, 15 minutes. Can I get a feel for this in that time?" And they're like, "Yeah." And if you like it, great. If not, oh, time's up. Um, my dog needs to go for a walk. So you know, just <laughs> dating first date rules. It's simple, easy, right? Um, but yeah, no, go check out these games because they really are quite. Quite fun. And your feedback may end up making it to a Kickstarter. Um, Somebody like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then suddenly you are like, I'm a game designer. I'm going to go do this myself. And then you're the person sitting there hoping that someone will walk in. It's a great cycle. That's another thing my dad does is he likes making games because it's in the game design room. They have cards and he'll do stuff. And then he's like, hey, come play with me. And I'm because everyone else runs away. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's why you have kids, to make them do things with you. Well, you're a good person. And for that, any game you want. Any game. Any game. (laughs) All right, my mirror image coming on up. Who's next after that? All right, you're next. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Name's Nick. Nick. Yeah. I want to say last name. Lots. Okay. All right. We have a couple of Nicks. So I just want to. I wanted to see if you're a patron or not. So. Okay. Okay. You're not, so it's fine. You can still. Talk. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. And I'm also not expecting either. So. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> no groundbreaking announcement. Couldn't tell that by looking at you. Let's be honest. <laughs> I can say that because I'm the same. <laughs> Anyways, first year at Gen Con. Welcome. So. Woo, welcome. <laughs> uh, I've been. Uh, I, I I started playing board games maybe, I don't know, about a year ago. And uh, before that, I was a Magic, uh, I was more of like a Magic, uh, the Gathering card card player. So you're recovering uh, from that now? <laughs> oh, my God. That's why I got out of it. It was, it was just, I mean, because not only did it, I do it from the playing side, but also the collecting side. And yeah. that's uh, It's impossible to collect that. Because when you are a collector, and this is, I think I mentioned this, when you're a collector and you're in Magic, you want to collect all the cards. But if you're also a player, you want to collect four of all the cards. (laughs) And some of these cards are, you know, hundreds of dollars, even when they first come out. And then it's like, well, wait, I have this foil one. And that doesn't actually count because now I need to get an entire foil set of cards. Yeah. Are you in that same boat with me? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then for a while. And and so I kind of drift away from that because just so much money just being dropped into that. So mostly did uh, a lot of video games and just got tired of wanted more of the social aspect that I got from magic. And I think that's why I jumped back into, uh, or, or got into board games and, uh, similar to magic, you can kind of dive head first, but it's not, you, you feel like at least you're getting a little bit more for what you're investing in the payoff, uh, is, is better in that regard. But, but what is nice is with Keyforge, you can kind of, um, 
scratch that itch. Yeah, I was going to ask, have you, have you played yeah, Keyforge? Yeah, yeah yep. definitely, definitely. I've uh, I've played with uh, uh, my girlfriend, and she's she actually uh, uh, she got me a gift, the big two player mat. Um, oh, nice! So. I love it's a staple on our kitchen counter. Yeah, we have this island. Uh, yeah, and it's it is basically the cover there, and they have about three or four inches where you can put food, and then the rest of it's just Keyforge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's yeah. no so, food on the Keyforge <laughs> side. Yes, and and so you know, just kind of dived right in about a year ago. Um, we met some people that own a board game shop and just started going out there and uh so we go out there uh whenever we get a chance and and just play and uh, i i like a wide range from you know uh basic games you know rolling rights uh that sort of stuff even to more complex that's usually where I, I i lean more into is is more of the complex games one of my favorites personally is uh star wars rebellion just the nice two-player that uh, is like you are mirror images yeah. <laughs> it, is, it is in my top 10 for sure and sydney and i will play it she's very very analytical <laughs> analysis paralysis very much um we can't this play is a, a very game. visual face <laughs> <laughs> we can't play a game in less than two nights right. so it takes about six hours to play through the box says something like um i think 90 to 120 right. minutes yeah um, <laughs> yeah, that, no, no. Yeah. Usually, most playthroughs are like three hours. Yeah. So, but it is such an epic story at mm-hmm. the end of every single thing, like because it's a two-player game. So you're both so very engaged the entire time. Yep. You don't feel the time. Yep. Like it's just ah. And when we do split up over two nights, we're like, okay, this is a good place to end because it's two o'clock in the morning. Why did we start this <laughs> at eleven? I don't know. But let's go to sleep. Yep. And pick it up tomorrow. Yep. So yeah, one of the big games I'm looking forward. We're going to try. Hopefully this weekend. We I have a group of friends. Um, some of us were trying to go and play Twilight Imperium at some point. It's one I've that good luck. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, I've wanted to so bad. It's just it's huge time investment. Yep. I hear it's a weekend. Go to the cabin. Wake up at eight o'clock. Especially because you're supposed to play at six players. Yep. It plays with less, but I hear that you should always play with six players because yep. if you're going to invest the time, invest the time. So you're going to have to let us know. Email us okay. at feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. Because I am <laughs> curious. I mean, one question I do have for you, though. So you say you got into board games about a year ago. Yeah. Magic is obviously, it's in it's gamer adjacent, right? Um, it's role gaming. It's board game adjacent. It's <laughs> a tabletop game. game. Yeah. But what game, like what board game pulled you in where it's like, oh, I can do this instead of magic and it's still... I, I still enjoy doing this because magic's very competitive. There's a couple aspects of mag- magic that people have a hard time getting away from that deck construction, that cons- that collecting, and that just like the meta feel. of the game, right? Um, I honestly the 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 one that I kind of bought that I really liked, and I, I don't know if it's really adjacent to magic. Um, it would probably be Blood Rage. Yeah. Um, I, oh, I, I mean, game. I heard a lot about that, and so that was kind of like the the one of the first premium games that I got in, and I. I just something about, you know, just as magic, there's there's not a whole lot of luck because even when you're customizing your deck, you know, it's all about probability, what's going to come up. Um, I, I kind of feel like with Blood Rage, you, you get to choose. You get to draft your cards, and then you get to actually try and implement that strategy that you yeah, have. Make that good. Yeah. yeah, and I think this, like, Blood Rage is a really good, um, we don't really think of it as a gateway game, but I think it is a gateway game for those gamers already that haven't been pulled into the hobby you know if somebody's like i really like risk blood rage like risk we wouldn't consider a hobby game but blood rage is a great gateway game for those people blood rage makes me want to flip the table just like risk does (laughs) see there you go and just the name blood rage yeah that's a good name yep and on kickstarter did you back the the yeah i i have it i have it 
favorited. Um, so I'm I'm still debating. I got to see how much I end up after Gen Con, and then if I'm if I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah. so did you see the one that was announced though, the Airplane game uh, at the the Dice Tower line? Um, I believe Ankh. Is that yeah. it? Yep. Yeah. That looks phenomenal. Yep. So with no other information, the new Simon game that was announced is Ankh, where you're actually playing, I think, the Egyptian god, and then you yep. have all these little figures running around. Yep. So sort of a reverse of everything else he does. Um, but no other information. So I was like, oh. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm looking for, I look forward to anything Eric Lang does, though. Yeah, I, so, I do like his stuff. Yep. Not everything he does is like syncs up with me, but if you notice, there's over in the pile of games, there's Arcadia Quest Riders. It's not because that's an expansion I didn't want. It's an expansion that I bought multiple times. So this is my extra copy. So if you have Arcadia Quest and you don't have Arcadia Quest Riders, pick it up. It hasn't even been opened yet. So, all right, go pick a game. Right, there's you. a ton over there. All right. Welcome to the hot seat. I actually don't know if it's hot or not, but I'm assuming there's a lot of It is not. People. Right, excellent. And who are you? I'm Anthony. Anthony, welcome. What do you have to tell us? Well, some of the things I did today and yesterday. Um, I actually demoed a couple games at Simon. Not come on. Not come on. <laughs> um, there's no C-mon. apostrophe. <laughs> they have a theme song, right? That, come on. I, anyway. Yeah, come on. <laughs> but, um, I don't know. I, I, I did uh, get into True Fang Legend, something yes, like that. True Fang. That was very cool. Um, so this is a role. used to be, well, not used to be, but is a role-playing game. Yes. That they turned into a board game, which is, it to me, and you, have, you, you demoed it? Yes. Have you played Gloomhaven? Um, just once. How close are they? So you've played Gloomhaven just once and you just demoed this. If you had to say that on a scale from one to ten of similarities. That's similar, not how one to but ten I works. would go more towards <laughs> Seventh Continent. Because you're ah. pulling all the different cards and then you're putting the cards on the table and that's a permanent fixture now on there. So I don't know if Gloomhaven, Gloomhaven went that far where you actually put permanent fixtures on the board. We no. just, yep. so, um, and when we played, we actually, the group that I was in yesterday, they said we were one of, no, three people beat that scenario. Nice. So we were one of the three, so. So, but you had a good time with it. That was pretty cool. Right. And it is on Kickstarter now. Yeah, it's yeah. on my list of things. And they're not like, paying me. <laughs> <laughs> so how many Kickstarters have you back this year? Um, new games. Again, I don't count expansions. New <sighs> games, I think I'm at seven or eight. So I have like, I have four more I can do. But this is one where I'm like, I've never heard He's of this not before. going to make it. I'm going to make it. I've never heard of it before. But it looks so good. It looks so... And while I was demoing it, it was really cool because Eric Lang like, walked right by the table and was kind of hovering around. And I was like, oh, cool. Did he do that thing he does? Because he'll look and say, yeah, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> no. He did not. No, Eric is great. He's like super, super cool. His favorite game is... Um, what's the one where you, you give clues and you put all the clues in a hat and you pull them out and... Charades? No. <laughs> no, Charades. because then the second time through, you only get one word, and the last time, you only get, like... Monikers. Fishbowl or some, yeah, there's there's a commercial version of it, but that's his favorite Moniker. Um, that's not that either. It's so... There's Time's Up. Is there a Time's Up a thing? Time's Up is thing you hold up here. That's not it either. So that's anyway, it's just a party game, and it's a party game that I was at... Are you um, sure it's not Monikers? It's not. 
I, it's I don't the same know. game. Okay. It's, it's I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna write ourselves some feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. Yeah, you have to email it. You made me email my feedback. <laughs> I know. <in. laughs> I remember this, but yeah, no, that's his favorite game, and he he loves just playing games with people and getting these ideas, and then he goes out and he makes it these, these really heavy Amerithrash games. So yes, you said you had another one, right? Uh, the other one also at Simon's booth was Foodies. Oh. That oh. was very cool. That was. Um, a lot quicker, a lot less thinking, a lot more fun. Uh, well, I mean, it, for what <laughs> it is, fun. I mean, because that, that other one, it was very nerve wracking because the way the way you deal with battle in that other one, you actually draw these little pieces out of a bag and you have to match up all the ruins based on what your character is. And if you draw too many curses, you're out of that round and basically you're knocked um, you fainted. Well, foodies, complete opposite, just a kind of fun game. I thought it was kind of like Gizmos. The guy um, demoing it there said a lot of people are comparing it to like uh, Machi Koro. Okay. Uh, things like that. But it was it was very fun. I was checked out because Gizmos is fast one to become one of my favorite games for bringing in new people because it's so easy to teach. It's super tactile, colorful. Um, the components are great. Yeah, like you, you get to play with marbles and like build these sort of rude Goldberg. Yeah, machines. rude, right? Rube. Rube. Not, it's not a rude Goldberg. It's a rude <laughs> Goldberg. All right. This is why I just slur all my words and people have no idea. It's like oh, I think he said this. Sure. Awesome. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. Help yourself to any of the games. Remember, if you get charged some lyrics, I'm back. All right, we are going to do lightning round. So this is how this is going to work. You're just going to raise your hand. I'm going to pick you. You're going to come up. You're going to say favorite game you played at the show. And then you're going to go. You're not going to tell me anything about it. I will let you know if I know anything about it. This is more of a test for me. I just, I just Can this Chris for not talk? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but even if you don't come up, we'll, you'll still get games at the end, I promise. All right, so you, you are anxious. Come on up. You're next. Favorite game. You have 15 seconds. Ready, go. Yeah, a beautiful game played Park. Park. And, yeah, it's about national parks, the art that's beautiful. All right. Who is it? Do you have a publisher? Uh, no. In the game room, there's a game called Parks. This is, an, it, yeah. sound, it sounds great. Awesome. I backed it on Kickstarter. <laughs> Pink dress, glasses, and purple shirt. You're the next ones. Come on up around. So we didn't actually get to play this, but we saw it from like across the hallway in the games where it was called Windward by Eldorado Games. Um, I'm such a sucker for like cool looking components. And this has sweet little like pirate ship airships, sky whales. Um, It's not out yet. They're about to Kickstarter it, but it looked awesome. You are the third person that's told me to check out Windward. And I did look at it. It does look cool. So I will let you know when it's on Kickstarter. This is a good one. Awesome. Go. But you have Um, to keep listening. Yep. Everyone can just line up over there if you want. Hello, name? Mandy. Mandy. Hello, I'm Chris. Hi. (laughs) I was surprised. Akinita Shuffle. Akinita Shuffle. Oh. Super fun family game. It was great. This one is you're carrying um, ants. Like you're, you're kind Almost of Almost like little ant eaters. Yeah. And like, they collect it, bugs. Yep. And you're you trying to get them, them from one the pad to another. You can see them at the Brookfield Zoo. Yeah. yeah. I knew how to say it because I was like, hey, I had to say this on Dice Tower <laughs> News. I know what this animal is. Yep. <laughs> I first played this game two years ago at Dice Tower Con and it was just some random person we walked by and said, hey, you want to play this game? Sure. It is. It looks super family friendly. Mm-hmm. It's really, really thinky. It it's is. It's a super it puzzler. Is. But kids can play it because it's really simple. You're just going to follow the arrows. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yes. Grab a game. Thank you. <laughs> 
Name and game. Ooh, I like that. Hey, I'm, I'm Phil. And Phil? Um, actually, this one was a little bit odd for me, but Quirky Circuits. How was that? I actually loved it. I did not think I was going to like it. My wife talked me into playing it, and it's a co-op programming game, and I enjoyed it immensely. It's a co-op robo-rally, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I tried to get it. Apparently, it is available now. It's not available here. So if you have a chance of getting Quirky Circuits, it's really cool looking. This is Plat Hat Games. Yep. Awesome. Name and game. Hi, I'm Matt, um, and I think the game one, it's kind of surprised me, but it was Pirates from Forbidden Games. Pirates from Burning Games? Forbidden Games. Forbidden Games. Yep. And in Pirates, you are fighting ninjas? Uh, you're actually just <laughs> just racing across the, the map um, in a pirate ship. You have uh, three different ships, and there's a couple different lines. Um, what I really liked about it was that um, I started off, and I'm like, oh, man, I did terrible. I messed up my whole strategy. I'm going to lose. Um, and came one point from the lead. So um, nice. I just awesome. I like games that aren't like super unforgiving if you don't start off strong. So yeah, awesome, great, thank you. Yay. My name's Sherry, and Letter Jam. Letter, how, how is that? I'm not a very good speller. I'm a terrible, but it speller. doesn't matter because for the most part because you work cooperative, and I also love cooperative games. Everyone has to try to help others figure out so what their letters are. this is a cooperative are. word game? Yes. You don't know what your letter is, <laughs> and you're trying to spell let- or spell words with the other letters around you, and then at the end, you try to figure out what your letters were and spell a word. That's cool. All right, Letter Jam. I've heard things about it, but I never knew that. Excellent. I like this. <laughs> Hi, uh, Ron Nelson, um, known for... Uh, it was Ron Relcom, I think you called me a couple weeks ago. <laughs> well, Ron Relcom. <laughs> um, We're good at Favorite reading. game here was Planet. Ooh, this is Which, the one, like the 12-sided planet, right? Right. It's, it's, I, I like different game concepts, and this was a really unique game concept where you're basically putting uh, terrain onto a 12-sided magnetic, magnetized thing. And each of the, are the hexes, are all they magnetic as well? So Yes, the, you're basically creating a 12-sided world. And they're all sticking on there. And then your, the different trains allow you to uh, get different animals which score points. Yeah, that, that one looks really, really cool. And you said that you liked it? Yes. It plays quick, right? Under an hour? Yes. It's a fast game. Nice. Thank okay. you. Ron, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you need to get a game. <laughs> That's Roll for Adventure. Adam Hoover. That, that game is in, in German. Adam Hoover? Yep. That's Wait cool. a minute. Your name sounds familiar. Oh, probably not. <laughs> it's just a familiar name. Uh, favorite game. I'm just going to do my favorite game of all time. Uh, Welcome to. Nice. Um, I really like that did game. Did you pick up all seven expansions while you've been here? <laughs> Our uh, best friends did. All right. <laughs> um, but I really like it. It's just, it's a simple game, uh, but it makes a good game when you're drinking with friends. Just something that's kind of easy to play. Yep. And it's kind of my favorite part about board gaming and in general. And it scales up to as many people as you can fit around the table. Yeah, which is nice. It's yep. always hard because we have like, we'll end up with like a group of like six or seven. And then you you get stuck with like five player games and yep. stuff like that. And it's You never want to break up. It's like, everyone's like, oh, if you have seven or eight people, just split up into two groups. No, that's not fun. Yeah. We want to all be together. So I love it. Excellent. Thank Grab you. a game. My name is Justin. Hello, Justin. Uh, I played uh, Harry Potter Defense of the Dark Arts. Yep. Yeah. And it's 
we I've played uh, Harry Potter Hogwarts battles before, and it's very familiar with that. It's a lot of the same, you know, art, and it's pretty much the same game except instead of co-op against, you know, the different uh, baddies, you're just fighting each beating other. up on each other. Yep, it looks compelling to me quite a bit, and we like it. So if you like Hogwarts battles, but you don't like the co-op version, right. you should get Defense Against the Dark Arts. Beating up on one other person, it's great. Perfect. That's my. <laughs> I like doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Grab a game. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I'm Joe Raxhead, relatively new patron. Uh, just started. I, and I can say your name sometimes. Yes. Your name is not too bad. Short days, Raxhead. Yeah. <laughs> pretty simple. Um, today I got to demo Hadara. It is a quick, quicker civilization building game. It's very similar to Seven Wonders, but the drafting mechanism is a little bit different because you start by drafting face down cards. You pick one, uh, put the other one down in a discard pile. And then after you do that, you do some stuff and then... Then you draft from the discard piles to, to build up your civilization, and then you score points and are doing different things. It's, uh, it plays in a really quick amount of time. We only, the demo, we only played one round, and it goes for three, but it, it made an impression enough that I went and bought the game. And it's just a card game? It Mostly card. There's like a little board in the middle that plays, but you can arrange them in different patterns. You... Um, Awesome. There's different types of cars, but yeah. And that's Hadara. Hadara. H-A-D-A-R-A. Excellent. Thank you. Pick Thank a game you. and we'll come by the... Um, this goes for everybody. Tomorrow night, we'll be at the JW Ballroom, so if you guys want to play games, that's the way to go. Hi. I'm Chad. Um, I also like the Harry Potter game, but that's, since that was taken, um, I'm most looking forward to Tidal Blades, and I got to demo that today. So Nice. nice. This is the... This is, um, Oh, why am I forgetting the name? Who does? Who's the designer of this? Uh, they recently did some. Well, Druid they, City, is it Druid City? It, yes. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it, it's um, the same people who did Grim Forest, right? Yes. Yes. Yep. Um, which is great art, great design. Uh, yes. Grim Masquerade is another great one too, in the same Grim Forest yep. thing. Um, so you like Tidal Bay? Do you think we should? Go I'm ready for it. Out? Yes. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Go grab a game. All right, two more, and then just stay in line. Because you're still going to get games. Actually, no. Four more. We're going to go all the way to here. All right. Ready to go. Uh, hello. My name is uh, Tyler Newey. Hello, uh, Tyler. Excited to be here. Um, <laughs> Good decision. So, well, uh, this isn't really like a game, but uh, you know what's really fun to do here at Gen Con this year? Uh, go to random podcast panels? Close, man. <laughs> Ride the scooters they have around the city. <laughs> that, is, that is some fun, man. It's, it's expensive, but it's, it's fun. And you can use Uber, right, if you have an Uber app. That, uh, I'm not sure. Like, dude, they, like each of the scooters have like their own app that you have to use. So, <laughs> Every single yeah. scooter has its own custom app, <laughs> yeah. which I would not put past them. Yeah, <laughs> it's like but Divi, it, though. Yeah, there's like two or three different brands yeah. of scooters. Yeah, there's I like saw. there's two main ones. There's Lime and Bird. Yep. Mm. Yeah. So, all right. So we should drive the scooters around the city. <laughs> yeah. Done. I like it. That's <laughs> our right, game. You. <laughs> Hi, I'm Emily. Hello, Emily. Hello. Um, well, my favorite one was taken by my friend, but I will tell you the biggest thing we were really excited about picking up. So we're huge Scythe fans. Okay. We did the pre-order for the map. And the modular board. We're yeah. super excited about playing it. I mean, we have every single expansion, but while we were there, we also got to meet one of the creators of Rise of Fenris, but mainly the board we're just super excited about. Because the amount that we play it, it's probably our most, like, played game in our collection the current board is worn out so you need to mix it up a little bit <laughs> yeah so is the expansion <laughs> for the current board too so let me ask yes. you do you have the 40 dollars box nope but our friend does 
<laughs> I just think it's brilliant. And the thing is, so this is the legendary box for Scythe. Mm-hmm. It's a $40 box. There's nothing in it. No. It's just an empty box for $40. It is the most expensive part of most games that are put together is the box you put it in. Yeah. I've been trying to talk to my husband until I might buy it, but he has since said no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you play it enough, I think it's okay to do. I just Same with the broken token box. Chris so. is an enabler. I <laughs> Tell your husband, Chris said I could do it. <laughs> Go get a game and then maybe it'll make him feel better. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hello. Hello. My name is Jason. I am the father of Tyler and Colin, who apparently drags them everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I, I, they don't strike me as actually appreciating what you've done for them. <laughs> um, I got to say, one of the enjoyable games I played here was uh, Raccoon Tycoon. Nice. Uh, Was that with the Fluffy Cat expansion? Yeah, uh, no, we did not play with the expansion. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a lot more than I was expecting of it. Um, We did play a four-player game, which went an hour and a half, which is a little long, but that was because we didn't realize what we were supposed to be doing (laughs) for a while. But no, it was a very enjoyable game. Nice. Yeah, Raccoon Tycoon is one of those things where everyone who's played it has said great things, but it's not one that's like, oh, raccoons, I don't know. But so you're saying you should go check. No, it out. yeah, it was very really enjoyable. I mean, the raccoon is just because they're animal, you know, yeah. figures. But it looks cute. It's, uh, it's a game with a lot like, of parts a lot. to it. So, <laughs> yeah. so awesome! All right, grab a game. Thank you. So many deceptive forest creature games. They are. I like the. They're all like heavy. Them. The animonorphic. <laughs> Welcome. Nailed <laughs> it. Hello, <laughs> uh, First Gen Con and uh, the game that. I guess it's an old game, Red Dragon Inn. Yeah. Really had a good time with that. Wait, so there is a place in the hall right now demoing this? Or you- I played it here in the in, in uh, one of the auditoriums. Nice. Had a, yeah. yeah. No, Red Dragon Inn is great. It's, I mean, it is basically a drinking game with tokens. <laughs> but, I mean... I don't know if they had they were providing drinks with it. No, they were not. Oh, oh no, they bummer. Were not. <laughs> well, and part of that too, I think, because there was player elimination. The group that I normally play with do not care for that those type of games, so it was a game I know I won't really get a chance to play a lot. Yep, and I really enjoyed it. Yep, player elimination is okay in these short games, um, but yeah, anything longer than you know, if you have to sit out for more than five to ten minutes. You want to revisit how you're going to do that. Right. Awesome. Grab any of these games. There's a few that are player elimination over there. <laughs> All right. Who wants to read the credits? You want to read the credits? All right. Come on up. So we do this. Well, I'll do the other parts. But we, um, we love reading the patron names. And we do try to say them correctly. We really honestly do. But we don't try too hard. Everyone except Fletcher. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because we do have fun with these. So, and we've had a couple people write in, you know, saying like, hey, you've been saying my name wrong. How do you say it? Well. I won't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) So if we say your name wrong, let us know. If you don't mind us saying your name wrong, just don't say anything. We'll just assume (laughs) we're saying it right every which way, which is different every week. So we have random people come up every once in a while, about once a year to say these names, and this makes us feel better about ourselves. <laughs> so, if you like us, you can follow us on Facebook or slash Tabletop Game Talk Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter t- at Tabletop Game TLK. I am uh, well, Kitty's Lawful Good Mom. Fletcher is Nat Fletch. I am Game Master Chris. You can also check us out at Patreon, TabletopGameTalk.com slash Patreon. There's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Um, am really, I doing this from memory? Uh, yeah, go. 
Tabletop Game Talk is a proud member of the Dice Tower Network. And remember, oh, thanks for listening. And remember, we love your feedback. So email us with comments or questions about today's topic at feedback at tabletopgametalk.com. All right. And finally, a huge thank you to our patrons, Adam Harrison, the SJC, Jason Strong, Terrence Miltner, Stephen Seitz, Michael Ohl, Brian Arnold, Sean P. Kelly. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> C. Marie, Rudy Liu, Benjamin Hamowitz, Jerry Hang, uh, Stephen Phillips, Caleb O'Brien, Jennifer Engelbricht, uh, Justin Willard, Christopher Dong, jo- Jason Marks, Jeremy Fisher, David Ratke, Nick Kukstra, <laughs> David Sellers, <laughs> Jason Rodney, Michael Janikowski. <laughs> Thank yeah, you yeah. very much. <laughs> Miles Clark, Cindy Lum, Phil Schwartzel, Ann Reynolds, Eric Huffman, Adrian Dong, Christopher Vincent, Nate Faz Flintham, Sean Peck, Eric C. Lander, Mike Smith, Trevor Davis, Tim Vernig, Chris Lowe, Joe Hoover, Timothy Gross, Glenn Cotter, Jess Wachowiak, Amel <laughs> <laughs> Jewell, Jacobson, uh, Marina Stevens, Brady Meltzer, Gregory Huber, Don Gilstrap, Stephen Judd, Leanne Verhost, Christopher Letko, John Lewis, and Joe Radstad. And I just subscribed as a Patreon. <laughs> Read your own name. Oh, the hair of Wentworth. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Until next week, keep playing games and having fun. (laughs) Do we have any listeners of Radiolab in here? So at the end of Radio Lab, they have people call in and read the credits. If I put that out there, do you think people would send us? Like, I'm going to say, hey, come in and read these credits. I'm going to do that. I think that'll be fun. So, all right. Um, if you have not gotten a game, come up, grab a game. That white box over orderly there. Orderly fashion. Orderly fashion. Or not orderly. <laughs> I don't care. That white box over there has um, sets of Keyforge decks. So you can grab a, key, a set of Keyforge decks as you want as well. Everything over there is pretty decent. And thank you for coming to the live show at Tabletop Game Time. <laughs>